0: This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with
1: the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now, your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I am your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday to help navigate ownership of your automobile, whatever That may be whether you're looking for a repair or you went to the shop and you got that big list of things that you need or you don't really maybe understand why you should be paying for diagnostic work and why shops actually charge for that. That's a good thing and you want your shop to be doing that or maybe you have a recall and you went in, they gave you this list of stuff that needs to be done and Maybe some does, maybe some doesn't. Or you got a dent in the car. How do you fix that? Anything that has to do with your car, we can give you a hand with that and help you out. Easy to do to call in. Easy. 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411 923 and I guess real quickly should be having a party. I mean, I was expecting to have some balloons and some confetti here. Twelve years ago today was the first show of... Happy
2: anniversary, baby. <laughs>
1: Got you on my, my- yeah, there you go. Man. Uh, I, how I about that, I didn't know that was Happy coming. Thank yes, you. There man. you go. Happy anniversary. So, well, Twelve then. years ago, uh, it's changed a little bit since we started. You yeah. know, had uh, Dave in as a co-host. So I miss having yeah, here sure. with me, but now nah, I've been doing it by myself for the last few years, and, and very well. Uh, thank you, Carrie. And that's Carrie here. The producer sits in with me most of the time and keeps us on time and keeps the music going and. And that kind of stuff. So um, I want to thank everybody who's been with us for the last 12 years and all the, the new listeners that are tuning in, whether it's across the country on the app or all the way where this FM signal reaches down in Tucson or in the Metro Phoenix area. We really appreciate you supporting the show and the shops that uh, that we help endorse and such. So let's get down to some business. I've been getting a lot of phone calls During the show, we had a couple over the last couple weeks about extended warranties, Um, got some text messages about extended warranties, and, you know, I'll watch late-night TV sometimes, and I see these warranties or even hear commercials on whatever you're listening to and i kind of want to throw up in my mouth at times <laughs> because of the way that they present these warranties and i've got some we had some experience at uh, one of my shops this week at import car specialists with one of the warranties and there there's some, um, you know these aren't really warranties they're service contracts depending on who you buy from. So some companies it's a service contract and they've got to post a bond with the state and have a policy to ensure that it can actually pay out. And then some of them some of them are written by insurance companies like Travelers Insurance or CNA or MPP I think is actually an insurance company. And those are regulated and um, handled a little bit differently, treated a little bit different legally, but still um, still overseen by the Arizona Board of Insurance and Finance. But um, you need to be careful when you're buying those warranties. And we've talked about it in the past. There's sta- – and I don't know the exact terminology. I probably should have done some more homework. But there is a warranty where it's a stated component coverage – And then there's a warranty or or a service contract, whatever you want to call it, that has exclusions. Now, the salesman in the finance office at the car lot or at the car dealership or the late-night television person or that (laughs) annoying phone call that we all get about your service contract, they're really, really good about selling those things. And when they say everything is covered, Everything is not covered. It's like not everything will be okay in your life. I mean, eventually I guess it will, but everything is not covered. So you really got to look look at those and understand and do your homework when you're buying them. Another thing when you're buying them, it's usually if you can buy one and then make a $39 a month payment, it's probably a bad warranty company. It's you You want to get one. Um, that I think is more of an insurance policy. Like GEICO, for example, they have a great mechanical breakdown coverage. They're not going to cover your leaky valve cover gasket like some contracts might. But if you have a mechanical breakdown that prohibits you from driving the car, for example, a fuel pump goes out or a uh, wheel bearing fails, well, then you will probably have that coverage. And you may or may not have that coverage with a service contract. It depends on what you get. Some of them are the most basic contract, and they only cover what's going to blow up or what's going to break or a major failure. And then some of them you can buy higher-level packages, you know, the good, better, best, if you will, or pick your precious metal, platinum, palladium, super-duper warranty. And and in some cases, they can be good. In some cases, they're bad. Now, The listed or the stated coverage policy, I would say, is the worst because it's only going to cover specifically and exactly what it says in the warranty. And if it is not listed, it is not covered. Now, I'll have one that I'll talk about in a minute where it had a covered component, but they still refused to cover it. The other type, and I believe the best type of extended warranty, if you're going to get into one that you want, is the one that excludes items that are not covered. That way you know, quote, everything is covered unless it's specifically excluded. These are insurance companies. They're in business to make money, so they want to pay as little out as possible, Somebody called last week. We had a listener car, I think, text in and said, hey, I've got a CVT transmission in my car. High mileage. I heard when they go out, they're $7,000. Should I buy a warranty? I don't really have a problem with it right now. Well, no, you should. maybe you should or maybe you shouldn't. I don't know your finances, but don't think that they're going to cover a $7,000 transmission. What that warranty company is going to do is say, we can use, there's a provision for LKQ, like, kind, and quality, which means they're going to go find one out of a junkyard, and they're going to want to ship it to us and have us put it in. No bueno. It's not good. They've only got to get you whole to where you were. And then on top of that, they have some maximum payouts. I read one the other day where these crooks with this one extended warranty, they, you know, theirs has a maximum payout for transmission of $2000. So it's not going to cover everything. Now, in this particular case, it said intake manifold is covered. But we had a Mercedes-Benz in, and there's a part on the intake manifold that's broken. You cannot buy it separately. It's part of the intake manifold. The intake manifold was specifically covered under this warranty, yet they refused to cover it because they said the part that broke is not, not covered although it's part of the intake manifold. And I think their real failure is they used to put this list of all this stuff was covered that they knew would never fail. Most of us that have been around for a while are people listening think of an intake manifold as a big chunk of metal. That would never fail. And that used to be the case, but not anymore. So 602-277-5827. Anything you want to talk about, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Be right back.
3: Relationships matter. People do business with people they know and trust. In these crazy times, it's even more important that you can count on folks you know and can depend on to do your automotive repair maintenance the right way. Someone who has a proven track record and stands behind their work. People that will work with you to make sure your vehicles are going to remain on the road safely and efficiently for you and your family or business. No mysteries, just honest professional care. We're Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends since 1994. Check us out at accurateautomotiveaz.com.
4: Has your vehicle broke down or experienced other issues? If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. We're here to help. Whether your vehicle has had multiple issues or it's just been in the shop forever, you have rights as a consumer. But these big companies don't care about the law, and they certainly don't care about you. They want you to just go away and deal with it. But the good news is you're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Arizona Law allows you the right to hire an attorney for for free and fight back the law is there to protect you but it only works if you take advantage of it don't get pushed around enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law call Henry and drop the hammer call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com
5: that's hammerlemonlaw.com Hey guys, Champ here with Champs Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. thats what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com.
1: All right, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR Car Guy, here with you every single Saturday. And I don't know if anybody's listening today. Normally, there's 15,000 or so of you out there, and maybe the phones are broken. I don't know. Lots of open lines. 602-277-5827 is 602-277-KTAR. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411 923 so back to, you know, we are talking about the extended warranties a little bit, and, and we had this this case in my shop. Um, you know, the, the part on the car and in, in the contract was specifically covered, an in intake manifold. Now, traditionally, you would think intake manifold, even the customer's like, well, that's just a big piece of metal or aluminum, isn't it? What's to fail? Well, on a modern car, They've got uh, different length runners and actuators and intake runner control valves to help increase power, increase fuel economy, uh, reduce emissions. They want to squeeze as much as we can out of these smaller displacement engines, or for that matter, even in a big V8, they've got these different type of, of manifolds. There's all sorts of actuators. There's more and more composite or plastic products on the cars now. That uh, that can fail. And, and I think really, truly, besides the fact that this warranty company, like, I really can't say their name. I guess I need to get an insurance policy so I can, <laughs> so I can do that to cover myself. So I, I better stay out of trouble. But, uh, you know, in this case, the customer, they weren't really going to fight about it. They lucked out. Now, they've had this warranty for two or three years on this Mercedes, and the warranty company has actually paid out more than they've paid them. So that's not always the way that it works. But if you start looking at some of the details, if you have a problem or a dispute that you want to argue with them about – It has to be handled by the American Academy of Arbitrators, and it has to happen in the District of Manhattan in New York City. So if you've got a problem in Phoenix, you're not going to go there to fight about that. We called, tried to talk with supervisors. They won't hear it. As a matter of fact, they just put us on hold. We're on hold for 55 minutes trying to make this case for the customer, and they just say no. They don't, they could care less. So any questions about extended warranties? How often am I supposed to do my oil change? I had a guy come in the other day with a Porsche, fairly new owner. He's got a different car. And he says, you know, he was really shocked at the $297 oil change on his Porsche. And, uh, I said, but how, when was the last time it was done? Oh, I had it done at uh, a big box store, uh, Wally World, <laughs> about fell in my chair when he found out you took your Porsche to Wally World for uh, for for an oil service, but he said it had only been 3,000 miles. I said, whoa, you don't need to do it every 3,000 miles. So some cars you still need to do at three, some they recommend 15, which I would never do. We're bouncing around between that 5 and 7,500-mile range on most of the cars that we're seeing. So 602-277-5827 is how you call. We've got Paul and Alice, and we're going to go with Paul first. Paul's got a Ford Excursion, it looks like, got the one with the V10. Paul, how can we help you today?
2: Yeah, hi. I have a question about my V10. Um, I bought it about two years ago. They had the AC replaced. They did everything but the condenser. Every time I come to a stop, the AC starts getting warm. So I decided to change everything. I've changed everything, the condenser. We wasted four cans of um, flush to make sure we got it clean. And I'm still going through the exact same issue. And now I went and replaced the compressor again, the condenser again, new sensors, high and low. And still, um, new battery, new uh, blend door actuator, and I still have the same issue. And, and, and I have no answers to look next. Okay, and so describe to me exactly what the issue is. Like right now, it's not it's not too hot outside, so my AC is working good on number three. Once I put it to the highest, it actually starts getting warmer. Every time I come to a stop, it just starts getting warmer. A new fan clutch was installed, too, and uh, I just I just, no matter what I do, it's the same issue.
1: How are you charging this system, Paul? What's the method that you're using Are You haven't done it at a shop? I have a
2: No, I work for myself. I've done A C for many years, but I'm having a problem with my own vehicle of course. But I, I have my vacuum pump and I have a thirty pound of thirty four and I use and um you know, I go by the specs on the on the vehicle there where it says to put four pounds of free on and uh you know, my high side is actually going way too high. It's just going to the 350 psi area. I got really? the low side on 60.
1: Does that have an orifice tube, or does it have a a um, high side line that has the orifice or the restriction built into it?
2: This one actually has an orifice tube. I replaced twice.
1: Now, when you replace that orifice tube, is there any debris or trash in that in the tube? No.
2: No. Okay. Not the second time. The first time, yes. That's why I said, ah, let's just put a new compressor in, even though the, the guy I bought it from already did that. I went ahead and did it myself and just did it all with the condenser this time.
1: And this is an excursion. Does it have a big aftermarket bumper or
2: winch or anything like that? Nothing special. I didn't touch any of it. It's all original. All original.
1: And so if you cruise around town on a hot day and you're on the highway, is everything normal and cold?
2: No. No, my it's wife not. doesn't even want to get in it. Oh, so it's that It's bad. cool, not cold. My lines just, you know, most lines show that condensation around the low side there. Mine doesn't build that one bit.
1: Right. Okay. And it's got rear AC, I'm assuming, as all the experience Yes, and, and
2: just to say, both front and rear are equal in degrees. Okay. So nothing's warmer, nothing's colder in the front. They're both equal. So yeah, just, I just
1: don't know what to do. How what's the method you're using to weigh the amount of free on or refrigerant that you're putting in the vehicle? I have a scale. No. I have a
2: digital skill.
1: Well, I mean, it sounds like you're doing everything right. I mean, we'd really need to see some pressures. Um, I, you know at first, I thought you said it was not very good at coming or at an idle. Which we would be thinking about an airflow issue, but you don't even have cool air going down the road. So I don't believe we it's have cool, it.
2: not cold, cool, it's cool, especially on a hot day. It's working right. great right now, but we know it's not out here in Phoenix. It's not as hot as it usually is every day. It's right. it's fine right now, but you know uh, when it gets one hundred and ten, hundred and twelve, number three, it just it won't it won't it won't do the job.
1: Well, right, and then when you say number three, all you're talking about is the fan speed, so. Um, Right. So I think, what you know, what's your low side pressure?
2: 60, and the high side's at 350. It's
1: too high at an idle. Yeah, there's something wrong there. Um, You know, somebody needs to get in there and just kind of figure it out. One thing I would be concerned about is when you're changing out the compressors, if you're using too much oil, if there's too much oil in the, you know, accumulating in the condenser or the accumulator or whatever that particular system has, that can be a real issue. Maybe you want to take some oil out or dump it out and clean everything out. To take the compressor off if that's what you have to do, and dump all the oil and measure it and find out what the manufacturer's spec should be on that. But if you're using good quality parts, you've replaced the orifice line, the orifice tube, um, the pressures are not right. There's something going on with the pressures. You could possibly have a blend door issue, um, but I don't think that's the issue because you don't have the proper pressures in the first place. So – over the radio and over the phone, that's a tough one. It's a you know air condition. You want to be able to touch and feel and see, and we might use a thermal imaging camera on the condenser to see if there's a spot or a restriction, even though you've replaced it. And then are you using aftermarket parts or are you using original parts? There's really a lot that goes into that. So I wish I could help you more, but I'd be I'd be looking in the chart. Make sure your skills right. The charge level is critical. It can be off by a few ounces and it could make it blow cold, make it blow warm, whether it's overcharged or undercharged is very critical to have the exact, the exact charge in there. So Paul, good luck with that one. Uh, Alice in Buckeye. Alice is driving a Ford escape. Alice, how can we help you with your Ford today?
6: Um, my, um, I've owned the car since it was new. Um, and, uh, my camera rear view camera has always uh kind of been intermittent it's uh, come, worked for a long while and then it'll stop working <clears throat> and I've always attributed to how you slam the the tailgate and um and since I've owned it my radio um, it's working when i you know it's on when I shut the car off I turn it back on and the radio is off so I've always just put up with that well. Now my phone will not; the car will not sync with my iPhone. And um, I just had somebody all this night that knew what they were doing, and they they got it synced. And then last week it stopped syncing again. And he tried again, and the car would not even sync with his phone. So I got I'm that really scares me because I don't want to get stranded somewhere. With an electrical issue. So
1: right. So I heard a couple different things there. First, you said the backup camera works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't.
6: Well, it used to sometimes work. Now it hasn't worked in several months. Okay. At all. Period. No matter how I slam the tailgate.
1: (laughs) Okay. And tailgate And honestly, I don't know if that's got anything to do with the fact that the phone is not syncing with with the with the car you know, the tailgate, I would be looking for the camera. Somebody needs to get in there. We can go in with a scan tool, look at the body control module or whatever controls that camera. But I, if I was the technician working in this car, or this shop, I'd probably be looking at the wiring harness between the, the tailgate and the main body where it folds. It's like a paperclip. You can only bend yeah. it so many times before it's going to break. And the same thing will happen with the wiring harness that passes through that, uh, passes through into the tailgate from the main body. So I'd be looking there as far as the sinking goes you might be losing power there's um keep a memory we need to make sure all the fuses and such are working so there's some testing that's going to require some diagnostics so we're going to take a quick break text messages during the break four one one nine two three 923 and open lines 602-277-5827 Are you tired
0: of wasting time and money on a subpar car wash? The interior isn't clean and there are water spots all over your ride? Hi, I'm Marcus, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Two great shops designed to come to you with a five-star rated wash and detail, including reverse osmosis water to make your ride shine like new. Yep, that's right. No more wasting time or money for a bad car wash. Check us out at PitStopDetailing.com or ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com today.
7: Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurt's Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record. And
8: I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurt's, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our
7: customers. Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic, if your car hurts, Take it to Kurtz.
4: Bunker to Bunker is celebrating the return of fall with their fall frolic. Two-person scramble on Saturday, September 16th at Augusta Ranch Golf Club, with proceeds benefiting PGA Hope. The event is loaded with prizes, raffle, lunch, and a special breakfast, and sneak preview of Augusta Ranch's brand-new top tracer range practice facility. There's even a coupon for a second round of golf, all for just $85. It's open to the public, but space
3: is limited. So register today at BunkerGolf.com. I'm <laughs> Spencer Dusset for H&I Automotive H is for honesty and I is for integrity It's the only option We've built our business on those two principles since 2009 We're thankful to our customers and our employees for helping us grow We appreciate the support and loyalty from the communities that we live in and love in which we are part Two locations, same principle Check us out on Main Street in Mesa or on Higley Road in Gilbert For more information, go to h and
9: Breaking news is always first. Arizona's news station,
0: KTAR News, now. KTAR news time is 1130. I'm Troy Barrett. A local climate scientist says hot summers like the one we've had here in Arizona this season could become the norm. University of Arizona professor Dr. Kathy Jacobs tells Arizona's Evening News that hot temperatures are typical, but what's not is the length of time that they've been sticking around.
2: We have been seeing long-term trends with much higher temperatures and longer heat waves. Over a longer period of time, we are a little surprised at how quickly these heat waves have lengthened.
0: Jacob says the combination of vacillating ocean conditions leading to El Nino and the long-term climate change trend is what's causing the extreme high temperatures this summer. Let's go ahead and take a look at traffic now. Live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic
9: Center, here's John Asaro. Thanks, Troy. Got a report of a crash on the right shoulder eastbound Loop 202 near Scottsdale Road. Also, that earlier crash that was I-10 westbound near 43rd Avenue, that is now off right. So still be cautious going around that. And we still have debris blocking the center lane on I-10 eastbound near Arizona Veterans Memorial Highway. They're about to do a traffic break, so hopefully that'll be clear soon. On surface streets, we're still working an injury crash 20th street north of sweetwater and that's a look at traffic i'm john asaro ktar news Thank
0: you, John. KTAR Weather for the Valley, mostly sunny and breezy today. Looking for a high of 99. We're going to keep the clouds around, high, thin clouds. Plus, you can see some uh, some towering cumulus clouds off in the distance. There are going to be some isolated showers, especially in the high country, and some pop-up showers around our area as well today. But for the most part, things are looking much more mild than they were a day or two ago. 102 tomorrow and 101 on Monday. Right now, 88 in Gilbert. Weather's brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News.
9: Breaking news, traffic, and weather 24-7 with traffic updates every six minutes weekday mornings on Arizona's only all-news morning show. Arizona gets its news from Arizona's news station. KTAR News on your radio at two three FM and streaming live on
1: the KTAR News app. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We are in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com.
4: Did you buy a lemon? If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry. And drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com. That's hammerlemonlaw.com.
8: This is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Desay, owner of H I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why, with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent. They communicate and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them.
0: Bumper to Bumper on Arizona's news station.
1: All righty, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I am Matt Allen, your host. And uh, if you were tuning in at the beginning of the show, 11 o'clock, you heard me say today is 12 years ago today we started on air. First show, live show. Oh my goodness, were we ever nervous? Dave was with me back then and we had a coach in here that we hired. We had never been in the station before. We kind of practiced a little bit. You come into the come into the number one news station in the city in the 13th largest market and you're like, oh what you know, how's this gonna work? You know what I mean? So we had a coach. I remember we used to go take our iPhone and set it on the counter. And and uh, talk and then try to watch the times. You know, we have to take breaks at exact times and <laughs> certain things. I mean, wow. if you're talking, CBS has got news they 're coming in hot right. whether you whether you let them in or not, so um, and look at you now, you know, so it, well, yeah, look at me now, face for radio, face for radio, <laughs> but but kudos to all of our team members, our shops, especially the listeners and consumers and customers that have come in and trusted us and trusted me on the weekend, trusted the advice that we we try to give good, honest advice to help you with your car. We really are here to help you with it, whether you 're do it yourself or we can give you some tips to help. Do it yourself or save some money or some things to to just keep an eye out. If you're the normal consumer of auto repair, um, this is what the show is about. We want to empower you. We want to teach you um, to ask questions. And when the shop talks to you about things, don't just say no and think, oh, my gosh, you know, they're, they're out to get me. And just don't say yes and accept everything that they say either. Um, Ask questions and learn and get involved and, and uh, ask them to show you. Any good shop will invite you into the shop. Most of us are doing digital inspections. We'll send you pictures. So if you need a good shop, bumper dot bumperradiocom you're going to find guys that can take care of cars, trucks, RVs, diesel, great detail shops, couple of body shops, repair shops, whether you're import domestic, whatever it dot com. So, again, thank you, everybody, uh, for listening for the last 12 years, and hopefully we've got many more to come. So got some open lines, 602-277-5827. And I got some text messages I'm going to try and get to, but let's get to the phones first. Oh, boy, a Chevy Cruze diesel. That'll be an interesting one. Mike in Phoenix, 2014 Chevy Cruze. How can we help you? Hey, how's it going? Doing well, thanks.
9: Good. Uh, I, I got a construction crew, and my guys. Uh, one of them is tied on money, and his car broke down, and I helped him out and towed it in from where it was on my trailer, and it looks like it's got a broken timing belt. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find everywhere if that's a clearance motor or
1: a zero clearance motor. Well, I read
9: one spot said that it, it was a clearance motor, so...
1: Yeah, and what the term is actually an interference engine. So what everybody, what Mike's talking about is the timing belt keeps the two major components of the engine synchronized. And if that belt breaks, then the pistons could come in contact with the valves, depending. So, Mike, most of the catalogs have a notation. So if you were to maybe call NAPA. As an example, mm-hmm. or even the dealer, if you call the dealer you want to have the VIN number handy, they should be able to tell you if that's an interference engine or not.
9: And if, if, yeah, I, I did call them, and they went out and talked to a couple techs, and they couldn't definitely determine it. You know, I, I found a list of modern GM motors with all in, you know, clearance or non-clearance, and that one wasn't on that list.
1: Yeah, well, the other thing that you could do is go to um, Gates is a is a as a manufacturer of belts and hoses for for cars. Go to gates.com. You're going to they make industrial stuff, they make all kinds of stuff. You'll have to navigate your way to the automotive section and I believe you should be able to find in the catalog. I know we used to have a book there's less and less timing belts on cars these days. They're all moving to chains now. But there's got to yeah. there's got to be a way before you just go throw a timing belt on there to figure it out. And I think you're going to find it in the catalog. So, and if that timing belt did in fact break, the other thing that you could do if you can't figure it out, you know, depending on how hard it is, how hard it is, do, you could just put a belt on it and see what happens. If it was in the shop, if we couldn't make that determination, we would do a leak down test, not a compression test, but a leak down test where we're going to pressurize the cylinders and find out where the air is leaking out when the valves are supposed to be closed because if the valves are supposed to be closed and air's leaking out that does mean that the piston came in contact and it bent it and especially the fact that it's diesel i'm probably going to bet that it is an interference engine if the notes are right here on your phone call so good luck with that um again try try gates or try going to the parts store and see and and uh, hopefully you can get some help there so Pete in Mesa, 2006 Chrysler Town & Country minivan. Pete, how can we help you today?
10: Yes, sir. Uh, I, I've got a, uh, I've got 225,000 miles on this little van. I bought it when it had 140 on it about five years ago. And all the thing does is run.
3: Mm-hmm.
10: I'm almost ashamed to say I've ever, ever bought any parts for it. <laughs> <clears throat> but now... It needs a lot of parts. It needs apparently all the motor mounts, tie sure. rod ends, inner and outer. Actually, it needs front axle both sides. And I was just wondering, my buddy and I are pretty handy. We can change out air conditioners, water pumps, brakes, uh-huh. <laughs> things things of that nature. And I have jacked up the motor and changed motor mounts on a V8 Chevy.
1: Okay. A little bit. It's a totally different best, animal like a there. Motor mounts.
10: I'm sorry, what was that about? Uh I said these these motor mounts don't
9: fit like a VH.
10: (laughs) No,
1: they don't. You've got a transverse engine in there. So I think your question is, can you do the motor mounts yourself? Is that what you're kind of thinking? Is it how hard of a job? That, yeah. And we can can rig a hoist, not a motor hoist to pull a motor completely
10: out, but we can rig a hoist to get the weight off of it. If that's all it takes.
1: Well, I, I think, you know, if you're mechanically skilled enough, you could probably do them yourself. What, you know, I, I joke around, and I, you know, people ask, is that hard to do? And I say, well, you know, brain surgery is not hard if you know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, it's all, <laughs> you know, if you've been trained how to do it, yeah, great. It, it's easy exactly. to do. Exactly. But what so I
10: guess I, what I'm getting at the whole engine trend, you didn't have to drop out of no, the bottom or go no,
1: out the top or anything no, like that. No, you're lifting up, you're finagling, you're moving. And but what I would tell you is we only use original equipment motor mounts. You're going to spend more money on them, but here's the challenge doing that. The aftermarket motor mounts that you buy at Acme Auto Parts, or I don't care what the name of the auto parts store is, they never fit right. So you're going to be on the ground cussing and, yelling and sweaty and angry if you can do the mount you're going to be fighting an aftermarket mount plus they're poor quality so if you're going to do it yourself save yourself the hassle and get parts that are going to fit correctly and last longer we use aftermarket parts all the time but you have to use the right aftermarket parts and motor mounts are not one of those things so you want to Stick with the factory mount, and good luck with it. And, uh, you know, again, if you're working on your own car, be safe. Use jack stands. Don't open hot radiators. And just please be careful. So let's see here. Looks like we got Lenny in Phoenix, 2012 Nissan Sentra. How can we help you with your Sentra today?
2: Um, I was told that I needed to replace the engine cradle bushings.
1: I'm sorry. One more time. And it's
2: kind of the same question as the other guy. <laughs>
1: um, Replace the. How
2: important is that?
1: I, I I can't hear you about well. the engine cradle bushings if that's oh, The help. engine cradle yeah. bushings. Okay. That's a little bit different. Um so what the first gentleman was talking about was the engine mounts or the motor mounts but yeah. but Lenny when you took your car in were you just going in for a service and they said oh by the way you need this or did you have a No. so you have a problem and that's what they're telling you you need? Yeah, yeah. I
6: had um every time I go over bumps and stuff Mm-hmm. It squeaks and makes all these
1: noises. Okay. Well, what I think you're talking <laughs> about is there's a, a cradle or a subframe on a front-wheel drive car. And that, yeah, and, and Presidious and
10: pres- and pres- is a subframe.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that, that cradle or subframe then mounts to the unibody, and there's bushings or mounts there. Those could be broken. I'm assuming if somebody looked at this and saw this, they're making the the correct suggestion. Um, we want to make sure that they're looking at the control arm bushings and stuff like that. And I think some of those products are things that are oversold. People say, oh, you have a crack. Well... Yeah, a little crack in a bushing, you're going to have that on after 15,000 miles. Doesn't mean it needs to be replaced. But I think what they're talking about is the subframe bushings. And the only thing I would tell you is if they tell you if you've gone in for a specific problem and they've told you this is what it is, we just need to make sure that's going to fix the car. So just have that conversation with them. And that needs to be a friendly conversation to to ensure that it's the um, – You know, that it's the right repair for the car and and how confident are they that they're going to take care of it? And again, I always say, what else could it be or what else should we do while we're doing that? Are my motor mounts okay? Are my other things related to that cradle, are they okay? Should we service them together to make it a better job is the question you should be asking when you're talking to your shop. We're going to take a quick break. We've got Mike and Janet up next, and I swear I'll get to some of these text messages. Thanks. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Be right back. The
7: more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurtz Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurtz, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz. Are you a business trying to find the right relationship for your company's fleet
3: maintenance and repairs? Are you looking for someone to look after your bottom line and have your back? Does convenience matter like pickup and drop off, realistic return times and rapid repair assessment to minimize downtime and maximize efficiency? This is Lee Weatherby, and that's what Accurate Automotive is known for. Our expertise is to help you with the major repairs and regular service that you can depend on to keep your fleet running and taking care of your customers and your bottom line. We handle the small maintenance, but also can come to the rescue on repairs you may not be able to do internally, and we do it on time and efficiently to help you run your business effectively. We have the parts and the experts to do your work right the first time. Give us a call for a free quote at 480-890-0409. Let's build that relationship. Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends in Mesa at Robeson and Broadway. Check us out at accurateautomotiveaz.com today.
5: Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians bumper-to-bumper bumper radio approved check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com and yes that's champsfamilyautomotive.com
1: Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm looking at the clock and it is 1147 and 45 seconds. That means we have exactly 10 minutes because we will be done at 1157 and 50 seconds. Like we talked about learning the show the first time. Today's the 12-year anniversary and boy, it sure is different uh, having the confidence to be on time and watch the clock and know how to all the time although it's hard sometimes so we appreciate those calls and keep things going and you know it's in the middle of my Saturday so I Got a big commitment to be here to help you out, so I appreciate the listeners and the text messages and everybody else calling in and, and such. A couple questions here on text message. I'm going to kind of paraphrase. Got a 2015 Lexus. I had a truck scrape my front bumper and the quarter panel. It's got a dent and a gouge. Um, some advice on some DIY sanding and scratches with Bondo. Ugh, I don't know, man. I'm not going there. That's too new of a car. Um First Class Auto Body is one of the Bumper to Bumper Radio approved body shops that we have. If you go to Bumper to Bumper Radio dot com, you'll find them there. And Dave also has like a quick bumper repair service where they can do they do just the bumper. Everybody's bumping something the post or the parking curb or something like that. And this text message says, I'm not looking for it to be perfect. I just want it to be better. So I would talk to the guys over at First Class Auto Body. I am not a body man. Um, I don't know how to do body work. I don't want to do body work. But you're asking about Bondo. A good body man, he may use a gallon of Bondo in five years. People just don't use it. And those plastic bumper covers, if they have a gouge in them, they usually need to be replaced. So, not much you're going to do with that at home, probably. Uh, you just want it to look right. Again, 2015 Lexus. Don't. It's too new of a car. It's too good of a car to be to, to let it go. Another one, 2014 Chevy Cruze Turbo, blown head gasket. Why would the mechanic diagnose and require a new engine besides a head gasket? or cylinder head as opposed to the new engine? And how would they know if the um, block was warped or this metal or aluminum or something like that? Well, it depends on how many miles running. And, and you have to, I don't know who, don't know a name on this one, but us as professionals, we have to guarantee the work that we do and we have to have a successful repair. So there's a lot that goes in. I mean, we've got a car that's almost 10 years old could have a whole bunch of miles it overheated for a reason so there's something that caused that cooling system to have the failure to overheat now they may have it may have inspected and found the oils all sludged up or there's water in the oil um, which could have damaged the bearings Um, There could be a multitude of reasons why they would say to put in a new engine or maybe a low mileage used. Again, we've got to be able to guarantee that we're going to do a good repair on the car or else we don't want to do it. So that's what I'm thinking. Um, We put a head gasket on a 2007 Mazda the other day. Low mileage, great car. It overheated, but we're able to repair the cylinder head. But the car was cherry. I don't know how cherry your Chevy Cruze is, to be quite honest with you. So you could take it in somewhere for a second opinion. Maybe that's worth it. Um, So it just depends on all the conditions. There's not just one easy answer. So much goes into making that decision. Um, 2014 GMC Yukon, it's got AFM-DOD, which is Active Fuel Management or Displacement on Demand. It's a fuel economy thing, so what GM is doing is they're turning off certain cylinders is basically the oversimplification of how that works. They will shut off fuel, shut off spark, and, and and decrease the oil flow to the lifter or however it works without getting into the details to make your V8 suddenly becomes a six-cylinder or a four-cylinder cruising down the road. question is, should I delete that? starting to get illegal to do that from the EPA, some shops are doing it when you rebuild the engine. some people are eliminating it i don 't know all the details. Um, it is a point of failure at times, so I guess um, you know flip the coin flip if you 're not having a problem with it, maybe leave it alone. Talk to your shop about it If you have a, a shop that you use um, have have the conversation with them uh, let 's get to a phone call real quick, Mike and Goodyear. 2017 Hyundai hey. Sonata. Mike, you're on Bumper to Bumper Radio. Go ahead. Hey. How are you today? Fantastic. What's up? All right. So we have a 20,
9: 2017 Hyundai Sonata that's got a little intermittent air conditioning problem. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It's really kind of strange. Uh, we shut it off. We turn it off. And then maybe wait. Wait about a half hour. Turn it back on. And it works just fine. And then it just stops for some reason, and then it starts back up again. Um, a dirtiest thing happened a few weeks ago. We were on our way to Las Vegas, and we stopped in Kingman because the air conditioning actually stopped somewhere about wiki up. Uh-huh. So you can imagine how tough that was. We were record-breaking heat. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to Kingman. We stopped at the Hyundai dealership, and we just decided we'd try it. You know, their suggestion was let's put a new cabin filter. As soon as I took the old cabin filter out, working again. I mean, putting out some real cold air, which I don't think as my personal pain doesn't have anything to do with it. But it worked. You know, don't complain. And then all of a sudden, it just decided to stop again uh, about a week ago. And but it's again, it's intermittent. It's really kind of strange. Okay. Any thought?
1: Well, yeah, lots of thoughts, but i got lots of questions first. So when you come into the shop and you're standing across the counter from me, you say my AC doesn't work, I I need to know what you mean by that. Do you mean that it stops blowing cold air, or do you mean that it stops blowing air altogether? It stops blowing cold air. Okay, so there's... And it sometimes stops blowing altogether as well. Oh, okay. So normally it blows nice and cold, but typically when you say it doesn't work, will there be hot or ambient temperature blowing out the vents, or will there be like the blower motor shut off and you just don't have airflow?
9: Yeah, it it, it starts off at a real high speed, and then it just kind of dribbles down to nothing, and there's hardly any blowing at all with no cold air.
1: Okay. Well, it sounds like we've got a couple different problems there. I mean, there's two parts to the air conditioner. And then but they're also controlled to some respect by the same unit or the dash unit, the module and the dash on your 2017, your climate control uh, module on the dash. So when you turn the, hit the button for the air conditioning, two, a couple things are happening. We've got to turn on the compressor and it has to have a full charge to make cold air. You have to have the ability to make cold air. And it sounds like you don't have a problem with the ability to make cold air because it is nice and cold. But once we've got that cold air, now we've got to have air flow. So I'm still not clear if you're just losing airflow, like the blower motor is shutting off, or if you're losing the blower motor and the compressor at the same time. So if you can duplicate this and you have no airflow, if you can look under the hood and you can identify and see the air conditioning compressor, Now, again, it depends on what type of compressor it is, but if you can look at that compressor while everything is working fine and see, you'll be able to see the outer hub of it, if you will, or the clutch, if that's rotating when it's working fine and also when it's not working, well, then I think we just have a fan blower issue, a blower motor or blower resistor or something like that. But if you have... When it's not working, you have no airflow from the vents, and you can open the hood and look down at that air conditioning compressor and it's not doing what it's doing while it's working, then I think we have to back up to a common denominator. We're looking at something that controls both of those Both of those pieces on the car, you've got to have the signal. So that same button goes maybe to an air conditioning control module or a body control module, or it might even be that little dash unit itself that's got the buttons and knobs and everything on it. That itself could be the control unit or the brains of that whole system so we've got to check and see where we're losing power or what's happening so that's that's the best i can tell you um we've got to just got to determine if we've got a good working compressor and we're losing the air or if we're losing both it's a wiring diagram maybe a computer our computer plugging into your car and communicating to see how it works Let's see, I think I got to the text messages, we got to the phone calls, and we did it with 30 seconds left. So, again, everybody, thank you for a wonderful 12 years of uh, listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio, Um, being loyal listeners, fans, and and patronizing the shops that uh, we represent and uh, it's just a pleasure to be here, and it's actually a privilege to be at a station like KTAR. Amen. So thanks to everybody here, Ryan Hatch, the man in charge, and everybody at the station. Everybody have a fantastic three-day Labor Day weekend. Be safe.